Oh yeah, she's that country girl who overcame the stigma that southern women are barefoot, backwoods, and backwards. Now she's an articulate voice for conservative values and wisdom in America. Sitting on her front porch, sharing common sense, here's Marnie. Hi, welcome back to my front porch where we talk about common sense principles in America. Over the last several episodes, we have talked about how most of the major problems that we experience in our country have been that we have moved away from the core principles upon which this nation was founded, which was freedom of religion and the U.S. Constitution with all of its checks and balances. The core principles that we find in the Judeo-Christian background and in the U.S. Constitution are pivotal to freedom. We need a moral people and we need these core checks and balances on our government to keep us in freedom and prevent tyranny. And to the degree which we have eroded and stepped away from our core principles, that is the extent to which we are losing our freedoms and we're creating problems in our society. So as we are in this very pivotal moment in our nation's history, when we have everyone waking up. Now, granted, there are some people who don't care about politics, they don't want to think about it, but there are a lot of people talking about politics, a lot more people talking about political things today than ever before. And that is because we have a unique situation where a president is, um, people either love him or they hate him or they tolerate him or whatever, but his presence is keeping everyone awake. It is making the people on the other side of the spectrum, the ones who are not pro-American, who are not pro-conservative principles, not pro-Constitution, or who are a little bit maybe um, somewhere in the middle, or who are like, oh, we need a little bit of socialism, but not a lot. They're against him. He is standing up, and they are against him because of what he stands for, just because of his personality or whatever. And it's polarizing people. It's making people shift way over to the hardcore socialist end of the perspective. At least the the leaders, the politicians are. Whether the people are is another matter, which I don't believe is true. You're seeing this extreme socialism in the political discussions against uh, our current president because they're trying to do anything that's against whatever he would be for. So they've got to go to an extreme to do that. He's he's the ultra-villain in their story, and they've got to be the antithesis of that. But as they move to the antithesis of him, they're losing the American people in the middle who are really not for hardcore socialism. They think that, oh, well, maybe we just need a little bit of socialism, but not a lot. What people are not realizing is socialism is like a cancer, a little bit of cancer is not a good thing. It's going to grow and grow and grow. You've got to get that cancer out, and you better get it out while it's little. The problem is if we've got a maybe a stage three case of cancer right here, of socialism in our country, and dialing it back is going to take some radical moves, some radical moves, and the only people who would be willing to do that are people who are awake. And right now we have people waking up or awake and they're studying and they're learning things. The problem is, is everybody's so distracted by all the issues of the day. And we're treating symptoms like whether it's the immigration problem or the debt problem or, you know, poverty or different things. Those are just symptoms of a problem that is rooted in the fact that we have strayed from our core principles. 
if we can get people back to the core principles, then they will easily see, just like we've done over the last few episodes, we can go back to those core principles of our inspired constitution. And yes, I do believe it is an inspired constitution. I believe the God of heaven raised up these men, imperfect as they were, to come together, hash things out in a room, talk about all the different issues, all the things that they had learned from history and from living under tyranny themselves that would create a system of checks and balances. And that system has given us freedom for about 230 years as a result. And the only reason we have that freedom that everyone covets and wants to come in and be citizens of our nation and embrace that freedom and enjoy it is because those founding fathers did the hard thing. They did the hard thing. They set some core principles in place. And it was easier to do it, frankly, then, because they were dealing with a clean slate. They didn't have people who were dependent on social programs and the, the government handouts and the government jobs and all these things. They were dealing with a society that is addicted to socialism and the form that we have it now, and they just want more and more entitlement. So the only way that we're going to dial this back is to educate people on the fact that we need to go back to our core principles. The principles are the good things. They're what gave us the freedom that we enjoy. It's the socialism that's causing the problem. So as we dial back, if we could wake enough people up to dial it back, you'd probably have to dial it back kind of slowly, and you'd have to have a long line of people who are awake and aware and educated enough to keep dialing it back, because governments, as we know, rarely give up power, and the only way they're going to give up power usually is is by force, and so if we could wake people up and keep conservative people in there who would dial it back, maybe we could have another 230 years. Maybe your grandchildren, great-grandchildren, third-great-grandchildren, fourth-great-grandchildren could still be living a free country. As it is now, we are on a runaway train heading toward a cliff. You know, we're heading toward a cliff, and we've got some people in office who are like, hey, this is a runaway train. Let's try to make America great again. Let's go pull it back. Let's pull it back. And they're doing the best they can given that we have a nation of people who are spoiled to their social programs and that who will not take personal responsibility. You keep giving people, giving people stuff. They eventually think they're entitled to that stuff. So we've either got to educate our populace to dial it back. And once people understand core principles, these principles that we're talking about here are key. If we could spread these principles, share the front porch sense messages about these core principles and educate people. Because once people see, then they understand that all of the stuff everybody's arguing over is really the symptoms of a problem that is rooted and that we have moved away from our core principles. And once you see, you don't usually unsee. You know, you're still pretty awake and understand it that, okay, this is not constitutional. If you really understand what's constitutional and not, and you believe the Constitution is the best way to go. I mean, how many countries have taken our Constitution and tried to copy it? A lot. A lot. It's what has made people want to come into our country. Why would we go away from that thing that has made us free? Let's go back to it, reinstate those principles that were there, and we're going to have to tighten our belts a little. We're going to have to stand on our own two feet. We're going to have to teach people self-reliance and to get away from their victim mentality and their entitlement. And that is our job as parents, as grandparents, to teach this rising generation how to be independent and stand on their own two feet and not depend on government. If we can do that, we can keep our freedom. If we lose this window of opportunity and we do not educate people and we don't go back to these core principles, that train 
if it's taken back over by the hardcore socialists, which are now openly talking about what they're do they want to do, if they get hold of the train again, we're over the cliff, and we will lose our freedoms. Our government could collapse. Our economy most likely will collapse. And at that point, hopefully those of us who understand these principles can rebuild using the original Constitution, not the altered one, not the one that's messed up, but this core one. So that's the way I see it. You've got these basically two choices. I don't know how many years it would take, but the more hardcore socialists you get in there, the faster that train's going over the cliff. And the more we can start trying to dial this back and, and just stay the cancer, we might live a little longer, but everybody knows cancer, it eventually kills you. That's just an inevitable, and that is what socialism is. We have to wake people up. Let's use this opportunity. Normally what happens when the leftists, the people have more socialist ideas, are in power, those eight years that a president stays in power, who's more on the socialist end of this perspective, then the conservatives wake up. And they want to get that guy out of there, and they want to get their guy in. And normally what happens when they do get their conservative guy in, they go to sleep again for another eight years until then they've got to try to get somebody in again. And by then they're all asleep, and so it swings back over to the more liberal side. of You see this seesaw between the two. And really, in the past years, even the ones that have claimed to be conservative are really advancing socialist agenda whether they're Republican or Democrat, they're advancing socialist agendas. What we have right now is somebody who's trying to advance more conservative, pro-American agendas. And because of his personality or whatever it is that people, this litany of labels that they want to assign to this person, they have become anti-him to such a degree that they're anti-anyone who is for him, and there's created this conflict. It's made the, the people on this Republican side or the more conservative side, wake up and stay awake. They are still awake, which where normally we would go to sleep right now. We would be going to sleep for another four years, but we're not going to do that because they hate our guy so much, or they hate the guy that's on our side of this perspective anyway. Whether you're for him or not, people hate him so bad, you're staying awake as a conservative. You're staying awake whether you like him or not. Because you're either watching him because you want to see if he's going to mess up or whatever. But they've trained us to stay awake in this time period, which is very unusual. Because the media normally just wants you to go to sleep. The powers that be want you to go to sleep. But now they're rallying polarized sides. So this is our chance while people are awake to keep them awake and teach them principles. We need to stop talking about all these distractions all of these debates over nonsensical stuff, or even serious stuff. Because, And if we do talk about it, we need to take it back to the core principles of why it is that this is a problem right now, because we've strayed from the founders and what they put in place. Use every opportunity to take people back to principles. Take, teach your children core principles. Teach them moral principles. Because morality, as we've discussed before, is pivotal. We can't have a free nation without morality. So we need those fundamental moral principles and the government principles that create freedom in our nation. And we need to stick to those and try to teach people about them while we can. Use this opportunity. Don't let it slip by. Y'all take care. God bless.